The new era of Colorado football has begun. We're going to talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Buffs. I'm your host, Kevin Borba. And joining me today, first time in a while, we've actually both been on the show at the same time, is John Garcia Jr. John, how you doing? I'm doing well. We, we've got March Madness going. Spring ball has finally sprung in Boulder. So it's a beautiful time to reconnect, my friend. It, it, it's a fun time of the year. we got a lot of sports happening. But on today's show, we're going to talk about some clips that we saw about Deion Sand, Coach Prime, excuse me, and talking about spring ball and everything in between. Um, we have a former Colorado buff hyping up the new program, the new era, um, if you will. And then Shadur Sanders is working with a very notable quarterback that may help improve his game um, for the second time, I believe, that they are working together. But before we do it, I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Buffs your first listen every day. Now let's jump in. Uh, we saw the clips. Coach Prime is talking about the new era of Colorado. Everybody started out in those jerseys you buy from um dick sporting goods or like big five or something where they're just like the pennies basically um they have no numbers they do say colorado um i believe i saw on a couple of them um but no numbers uh there's a big uh emphasis on earning your number and earning your path and earning your way onto the roster and obviously most if not all of the guys there are going to earn a number it's just a matter of time it's like ohio state's uh black stripe going to the red stripe um i think texas does you have to earn your longhorn logo thing and so a, a lot of programs do this but does show um that coach prime is really trying to put a s- sense of urgency on these onto these guys and sense of ownership um what, what did you take away from it john i i love this sort of playing both sides of the fence that that coach prime is is up to here because we we applaud him so much for his modernism, right? All of the factors into recruiting, social media, his presence, personal branding, all of the things that make him so appealing to be recruited by by these recruits is also modern compared to a lot of coaches. But when it comes down to football and culture and team building, there's also this traditionalism that Sanders is clearly still – very attached to. So I like both sides of the coin. I know we've gotten other um, examples of this, certainly when, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm bringing in, I'm, I'm bringing in all these new guys. I'm bringing Louie with me, all the, all the kind of figure out your stuff or, or we're going to replace you. Traditionalism is start, has started to repeat itself. And now that football is finally here, uh, we're, we're getting it in the other sense in, in the team building sense. And I think that's so important because look, again, we, we all have, accelerated everything relative to Colorado, whether it's this podcast itself, national media, national pundits, uh, recruits. I mean, you know, like Danny O'Neill was like, they think they're going to win a national championship and I believe them, you know, so this is, this has been accelerated in every single way, shape or form yet on day one practice one, this is kind of a reset and kind of a, Hey, we still have to climb every single day. So I do like the traditionalism aspect of this team building and, and having to earn something. Remember, Dion Dion played for Dallas, right? You don't get the star on your helmet until you get to a certain point, I believe, in training camp. So these are, are very traditional methods that, that typically work. Uh, Nebraska with the black jerseys on defense. There's so many examples 
of this. Uh, so trying to create it with the numbers in Colorado is something unique to Dion. And, and on top of that, numbers mean a lot to the old school football player. You, you, you see my 22 jersey hanging up there. I've got the number tattooed on me. This is the only number I've ever wanted since I was six years old because of his former teammate Emmett Smith, ironically enough. But that stuff matters, you know, to, to the old school, older football person. So now implementing that into a college roster makes a lot of sense. So a lot of, again, the modern traits aren't going to be there. Dion said there's not going to be a number zero because why would you want to be nothing? Even though across college football and every other sport, zero and double zero even have become um, trends and cliches almost in, in the, the personalization and the modern athlete. So that won't happen at Colorado. And then on top of that, Number one is totally off the books right now, according to Sanders, because he basically said nobody has put themselves in position just yet to earn even a shot at number one, which makes sense because it's practice number one. So you couldn't really take much away from it. They didn't even go full pads or even shells. It was just helmets and, and those spider pads that are basically glorified, um, you know, uh, protection more so than actual shoulder pads. Um, so I, I thought that was interesting. And of course, you know, he mentioned, hey, you know, no big guys are going to be rocking single digits. So I think the the old school mentality of our skill guys, our flashy players, our, our, our ball carriers um, and maybe some corners, those guys are going to rock the single digits. And, you know, why not? Uh, no big guys. So everyone's going to look good. So that that classic Dion mantra uh, will, will still certainly be in play at Colorado, even though he's he's, of course, the head coach and not the star player. So I think all of those traditional elements are more in line for, for who the football coach Deion Sanders is, as opposed to the persona of coach prime and the recruiter that is, and the brand manager that is coach prime. So I, I like playing both sides of the fence here because you need, you need all of that to compete. Look at any recent national champion. They, they've got this classic element at some point, and then they modernize it whether it's schematically or with their personnel, coaches, all of those things. So you got to have some type of balance there. And I think aiming for that through any motivational layer is smart, especially when it comes to ownership and, and jersey numbers, which, again, as I could attest, is a very big deal in any sport, but in particular football. Yeah, and the quote that stood out to me from Coach Prime about the jersey numbers was he had there was someone who wanted number one, I believe was the number, and he says they had yet to play a snap, and you want number one, like that's not how it works. And so I don't know if he was like specifically talking about it, an individual, or if it was like a, maybe a group of players, because in college football you do get two um, two people per number essentially if they're on different sides of the ball. So I don't know who it was, but. Um, number one was off, obviously very coveted and he was like, no, not happening until you earn it. Um, I think it's interesting too, because some programs like LSU stands out, for example, they're number seven. Um, yep. it's like the number you get asked to wear number seven. So like one year I could be wearing number 12. I have a great season, great off season. And then they're like, Hey, Kevin, do you want to wear number seven this year? We think you're the next, basically they're asking, they're saying you're the next great one. Um, I'm wondering if Colorado is like headed down that path where it's like, a, a handful of numbers are kind of like the numbers for their um, key players. And so that'll be interesting to look out for. Um, it did make me laugh though, that he was um, as modern as coach prime seems with social media. And like, obviously his son, Deion Sanders Jr. really helps him out with that. Um, and made the Darius Sanders, I believe also junior <laughs> helps him out with that. I think he has some old head tendencies, even though he's not that old, but 
he does like like you said like to go back to the past a little bit and so i think earning their numbers is their way of kind of just instilling responsibility and instilling uh, instilling a new culture um because i'm sure in years past maybe the bus just walked in and grabbed whatever number they wanted and all things were good and i think that's probably a lot of programs in college football um numbers are kind of like a they're part of people's brands now. And so it's like, I have to wear this number because my NIL stuff says so. Um, So we'll see who wears what number eventually. Um, As soon as those rosters drop on, on the website, we will keep you updated because it's going to be a big deal. But before we move on, um, this is the built March madness bracket is here. Well, it is here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff and now's your time to make count. Go to builtmarchmadness.com to vote for your favorites. You know, I'll be voting for the coconut one cooking a bar um and if you want locked on buffs to win or your favorite sports team i guess buffs aren't it they're in the nit doesn't really count but if you want say fau to win then you'll be voting for that bar too. support your team support your bar or puff and when you vote for your favorite bar or puff you'll be entering and drawing where 50 lucky locked on listeners will get a free box of built not only that but one locked on fan will win a 12 month subscription to built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door you got to try built Built is the best protein bar ever. Seriously, they're so amazing. You won't even think they're good for you. What makes Built Bars and Puffs so good? Well, for starters, they're all high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. Um, run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. Okay, speaking of support, Former Colorado player, um, Chidobe Uwuzi, I believe is how you say it. Um, I think I, John said it differently. Uwuzi, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, he hyped up the new era of Colorado football. He was just, I, I actually believe it was in regards to a video we just talked about. Um, and he tweeted, and let me pull up the tweet here. He tweeted, love what Dion is doing, man. Can't wait to visit and see firsthand at the spring game. Um what does this kind of show you that the alma maters or the, the former Colorado players think of the direction that the program is headed? Because Colorado, if we're being honest, was, I want to say the laughing stock of college football the past few years, but outside of the COVID year, they had a few down seasons where it was like bottom of college football. And so I think coach prime is trying to rid that notion. I think the, the alum are excited. You gotta be right. I mean, this was a program struggling for visibility, even, at the height of, of their last few seasons, which was the COVID year when they were able to make the, uh, the de facto PAC 12 title game. Yeah. Invisible for the most part, right. From, from a national perspective, from a recruiting perspective, from a buzz perspective, all elements that Sanders has pushed back against very successfully, but this is kind of the next layer to me. This is very important. First of all, anytime you're talking about college football legacy, all the tradition, Old head, new head, regardless, you've got to have the alumni involved um, when you watch a spring game or or a big college football game. Let, let's go back to Ohio State, Notre Dame to kick off the season. Everybody and their mother was on that sidelines on the Buckeye angle, including LeBron James and his kid, trying to get a piece of this action because it was a marquee opener against a marquee opponent. Tons of storylines, you know, a galore. So the buzz kind of took care of itself. But those Former players, even Joe Burrow, wanted to go back to the horseshoe to see that thing in person. Now, obviously, that's that's the apex. That's that's the end game for something like this. But that buy-in, that buzz, just lends another layer of credibility to not only the program but but Prime. 
you know, I think that's one of the layers where we we have maybe overlooked early in this Colorado tenure because it's been so heavy on the buzz and recruiting uh, and even, you know, coaching hires and splashes and all those tangible things. We hadn't kind of zoomed out and said, hey, Dion's influence with the next few generations of players is still very tangible and it's very palpable. And this is kind of a blend of that because you're dealing with kids at the Under Armour All-American games, you know, his seven on sevens, his high school stuff, all of those elements. But then remember at the combine, Dion was always there with NFL network, working with these young defensive backs who, you know, they're, they're done running a 40 and they're like, Oh my gosh, that's Deion Sanders or Leon Sandcastle for those a little bit older. And, and you get excited about it and you want to talk to them and, and get a little bit of advice, even if it's one sentence or one word, you know, it's a validator. So now a lot of that is being reciprocated towards Colorado. Um, and, and fittingly, a Wuzier, a defensive back, a corner, um, and even a former cowboy is one of the first sort of public uh, ambassadors here as, as we get closer to, to the outset of, of spring football and obviously the spring game itself next month. So this is another validator and maybe the most underrated one that we're going to start to see more consistently. Um, I was actually on the thought process of, of Colorado, former Colorado DVs, because it's actually a pretty good group that have recently gone on to either other programs or certainly the highest level of football. Wuzier is, is maybe the face of it. But you know, I was wondering when Christian Gonzalez goes in the first round, I was wondering how many Colorado fans would would sort of claim that, right? Transferred to Oregon from Colorado a couple of years back. I'm, I don't know. Just personally wondering, are some Buff fans going to be fist pumping when, when Gonzalez hears his name called by Roger Goodell next month? You know, that'll be interesting as well. But, you know, could, could that be another layer of validation for for this program pre-Sanders, which has still found some gems? And now, of course, everyone expects him and this staff to multiply that uh, by big numbers. But it still says a lot for guys who played for other coaches in other eras to come back to Boulder in any capacity, especially when they're millionaires like a Wuzier, who, who's got, I'm sure, plenty to do uh, with his time this time of year. So it says a lot. It's buy-in and it's it's more tangible across the spectrum to, to older people, not just recruits uh, or young folks on the roster. Yeah, and I think one thing to to note, too, is certain players have certain cachet, regardless of how good they are as pros. Um, I kind of learned this when I was covering Texas. Um, There was guys like Malik Jefferson, um, Deshaun Elliott, who all of the younger guys looked up to. Um, Obviously, Malik Jefferson, one of the best linebackers to go through Texas, but hasn't had the career at uh, at the NFL level that many thought. Um, but whenever he tweets things, it's like you just see loads of like Texas guys in his comment section, like re- reciprocating what he's feeling. And so I think to see Wuzier kind of like go out there and hype up Coach Prime, because we haven't really seen that from a former buff yet. Um, I think there was a little maybe hesitancy to kind of support the coach who was kind of giving the boot to the the roster from last year, even though they did struggle. And obviously everybody does it via the transfer portal. Um, there was some questions about whether it was disrespectful or not. And so I would, I would agree with you that this is probably one of the more first, I don't know if it is the first, but it's one of the few ones that we've seen. And so it's a big one um, NFL uh, contributor. Um, so I think it just kind of shows that coach prime, like you said, he still has that cachet and I don't think he will because um, when I was, when you were speaking, I was looking up how old Awuze is and he's, 27 so he's four years older than me me and him neither of us were old enough to watch coach prime play at any point that i'm aware of maybe in the 
the early 2000s, but obviously we weren't conscious like that. I was going to say, now, now you're dating me right right just, on the show. But, but yeah. we, we haven't seen, we haven't watched Coach Prime like that. And to see that he's still, like, I know who Coach Prime was. That was why the, that was my issue with, not my issue, but that's why I had such a problem with calling him Coach Prime instead of Deion Sanders, because my whole life he was depolarizing Deion Sanders. And now i am got to get used to Coach Prime, but we all just know who he is. He's just always been that guy. We all know of Coach Prime and, we all grow up knowing of Deion Sanders and what he was as a player. And so I think this just goes to show you that he might be one of the most impactful players to ever touch a football. Um, and we'll continue to see that as we move on. Um, but before we do, I have one more thing to tell you guys. It's the tournament. It's heating up. And now is a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on anything from money line to point scores and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Someone who's betting on themselves is young Mr. Shador Sanders, the new quarterback, likely number two. We'll see um, if he earns number two. Um, the quarterback of the, the Colorado Buffs, of course. Um, he's going to be working out with Tom Brady. He confirmed yesterday that following spring ball, he will, in fact, be working out with the quarterback who is essentially the GOAT. Not essentially. He's the GOAT. Um, if you disagree, don't give me the Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback, but less con- I don't care. Tom Brady's the GOAT. I'll just say it. Um, but Shador is working out with him. They have, an ex- they have some experience together because Shador is the face of his uh, Tom Brady's brand. Um, what is it called again, John? You had it uh, locked and loaded earlier. It is called Brady Brand. Brady Brand. Uh, so oh. I think this is separate from TB12. It's all it's all different uh, revenue streams, I'm sure, for the goat. But yeah, Brady Brand. This was uh, this was a big story uh, when when Shador's at Jackson State. So this mm-hmm. is um, I think really cool on both sides because it's it's about Shador. It's not about where he's at or his increased visibility. Any of those things. This is like, hey, we've got this relationship. We've worked together, and and now. You know, Brady's been putting, you know, his money where his mouth is relative to NIL and Shador being the first uh, college athlete that Brady brand signed. So that was a pretty big deal. Yeah. And I think it, it also shows that Shador is kind of because um, we, we all expect him to kind of just have some confidence. And we, we've we been hearing the hype around his arm, Carson Strong arm. Um, some people have put him as a Heisman candidate. And we just all assume that Shadur is going to be this lights out guy. And it's like he he knows that there's room for improvement. Everybody has room for improvement in everything we do. And so what better way to improve than by consulting with the game's best to ever do it? And I think it's cool that I don't know if this was like a, a meeting that Coach Prime set up, but I do think if it, if it was very beneficial um, because Tom Brady, one of the most analytical quarterbacks, um, um, cerebral wise, great arm, has always kind of had a knack for the game of football and just obviously when you're the goat, you have a knack for football, but he has a a develop an understanding, excuse me, of how the game operates on multiple levels. And I think kind of passing that on to Shadur will help Shadur and Colorado kind of turn around and it'll be a, we'll we'll see what Shadur looks like in the spring, obviously. Um, So the spring ball game, April 22nd is where we get to see our first look at Shadur in a bus uniform. And then I'm I'm assuming him and Tom are going to go through film together and just kind of discuss what can change. And it'll be a, it'll be interesting to kind of see the the outtakes and stuff that happens from that 
experience. Yeah, two two alphas certainly getting together is is always important. And I think this says a lot about Brady too. Um, he's he's already publicly said he's one retired for good, and two going to take some time off before he jumps into that Fox broadcasting gig but clearly he's not stepping away from everything football related if he's going to get into situations like this um and, and I, I thought it was cool i found this uh, forbes article detailing this partnership um between brady and, and sanders and they've been close for a long time you know shador considers him a mentor on and off the field i think which says a lot about shador because like hey we know what dad did but I'm in a totally different lane in a lot of ways. Uh, so, so pouring into some of those other been there, done that's uh, I think is a big deal. And another cool element here that I didn't know b- before I saw the story was Shador actually has a lot of the business input into his layer of the brand. Uh, he's testing out a lot of the gear, of course, athletically under his pads for workouts, all the stuff, you know, which is right along the lines of modeling that you would expect from a, a clothing line, athletic apparel, NIL deal, but also in terms of the strategy going forward, Shador is a very big part of that. So I think the business mentorship element of this is fascinating because uh, if, if Brady's the goat on the field, we know about it, but he's got a lot of goat tendencies off the field financially, especially. So that's really cool to, to see him pay that forward. Cause I think that's one of the few areas really, where Prime hasn't dug all the way in, at least publicly. We've seen him be an ambassador. We've seen him obviously give back in a big way. But but business-wise, in terms of starting uh, lines and stuff like that, uh, we hadn't seen that as much from Prime. Uh, and Br- but Brady has obviously dug into that plenty o- over the years. So another cool element of, of this partnership. Uh, but, of course, our audience is probably just concerned with the quarterbacking element of it. So I think that's cool to, to both mentally and physically – connect with Brady has got to be cool. And I think the timing is perfect because now you're going into this new step, new challenge that, you know, of the power five level for Shador and, and Brady's for the first time in, I don't know, 20, 30 years, not being involved in, in an organization and something organized this time of year, he, he might get a little extra oomph from the goat in, in those sessions. So that certainly can't hurt. Yeah, and I think Tom Brady, obviously when you're 40 whatever years old and you have a tough time stepping away from football, you can't take the you can take the guy out of football, but you can't take the football out of the guy. And I think Tom Brady, this is the way that'll kind of scratch scratch his itch if you will for football. Um we yeah. saw Philip Rivers going to coaching. We've seen um even Sean Payton when he was suspended from the Saints, he coached his like kids like Pop Warner team or high school team or something. And so I think people who have that just itch for football. I think this is kind of the next step of football for a lot of them is coaching. And um, obviously Shadur is going to reap the benefits of it because in, I think the last time they met Tom Brady was still preparing for a season. And so now it's, he's not preparing for anything um, that we know of Um, on Twitter. He did say he's taking care of a kitten. So that's why he can't play in the NFL full-time job to be a a, a kitten dad, but um, he's not preparing for a season that we know of. And so I think he's going to have full attention, attention on Shadur and maybe it'll be like the Peyton Manning or the Manning Passing Academy. I know it's all the Mannings. Um, Peyton just comes to head. Um, but maybe it's going to be like the the Brady Passing Academy and just kind of really hone in on what Shadur can improve. And maybe we'll see some things cleaned up, uh, whether it's footwork or 
just release or what he sees in certain coverages. Um, it'll be a great experience for Shadur, just like this episode has been a great experience. Um, we appreciate you guys making Locked on Buffs your first listen of the day. For your second listen, listen check out our brand new podcast, Locked on College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shaw and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court, plus hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. We are also available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate you guys for listening every day and commenting. Um, we appreciate your support your debates, um, whatever it may be. We appreciate you and we will see you guys tomorrow. John, thank you for hopping on. We will have a great Monday and we'll see you guys Tuesday.